Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm excited. I'm pumped up today. Boy, I want to talk about it. Guess what? I'm back at the Jesus Challenge Part 2, Action and Confidence. Remember, the premises of this whole thing is found in 1 John chapter 5. When John writes the conclusion in chapter 5, he said he writes this so that those who believe in the Son of God, to let them know that they have eternal life, but also that when we act in confident, we know that he hears us and that he's going to do the things that we ask because it pleases God and he's going to give us whatever we ask. So I'm going to show you what it looks like to act in confidence. And confidence means that you know that Jesus Christ is the answer. Did you hear that? That Jesus Christ is the answer. Family, I'm so excited, pumped up this morning. I got something to say. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to keep on believing and keep on trusting in the name of Jesus Christ, because guess what? That's the only name by which men can be saved. I know you're going to hear, you hear a lot of people. They'll tell you this, and they'll tell you that. They'll tell you don't believe in that. They're going to tell you that, but let me tell you something. Jesus has shown up and he will show up all the time in his name. Let me tell you something. When Jesus ascended, he prayed to the Father. He asked the Father to send the Holy Spirit. And that's what God did. He sent the Holy Spirit on the earth for you and me so that we can walk victorious and live a victorious life on earth. Remember this. All things are possible to him who believes. Let me tell you something. Trouble don't last always. Weeping man do it for a night, but joy coming in the morning. And I come to give someone some joy to give them some uplift to let them know that guess what? The Jesus challenge is very simple. I'm trying to let the family know. I'm talking about the podcast show, whether you uh, watch on YouTube, whether you watch on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, uh, whatever host that you listen to if you listen to on google apple podcast spotify transistor i'm trying to encourage everyone to take this challenge with me this jesus challenge that means we're going to be action in jesus name and when i say this because prayer is the most powerful weapon on the face of the earth but this time we're going to be action in confidence because we know that guess what that he hears us and we know that he hears us and we know that he's going to do it because the things that we're asking are pleasing god that's what I, that's the whole key. The whole focus is that, first of all, those who believe in the Son of God has eternal life. That's what John says in 1 John chapter 15. But today, we're going to be in the book of Luke chapter 7. We're going to be looking at a centurion. Guess what? He had confidence. He knew who Jesus was. And he's going to show us how to talk to Jesus. He talks to Jesus. He let Jesus know, I understand that you have authority. And as the pastor Christ is in church in the city of Chicago, uh, I teach the kingdom of God. I teach the relationship of the Holy Spirit. The most precious commodity God has given men on earth is the Holy Spirit to dwell with inside of you. Right now, you woke up with perfection dwelling all through your body. You got the Holy Spirit residing in you. You have the same resurrection power that brought Jesus Christ up from the dead. I want you to know this, and I always say this. This is my catchphrase, and I'm going to go say it. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. And God loves you with everlasting love. Don't give up on yourself. Don't count yourself out knowing that God is at work at all times in your life. Guess what? 
perfecting the things that concern you uh, in this season. You know, I'm, I'm still talking about praying for the persecuted church. We asking God to send high-ranking persecutors in governments, giving them a Saul experience, where they get a name change, that their name become Paul, that they go out and win souls for the kingdom of God, that they who once persecuted church become believers, and we're praying that the people who are being persecuted, the child of God, that God be with them in the midst of their struggles, their adversities that come against them, keep them strong in faith, that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, did die and rise again on the third day because they are in places where they can't publicly say the name of Jesus. But guess what? We can say it, and I'm going to say it to the ends of the world. Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for today. I pray for your children all around the world today, Father, that you open their hearts and minds to you to receive your word, Father, that they will be filled with the Holy Spirit, Father, that they will walk in victory, that they will be acting in the power of prayer and confident, knowing that you're here. And whatever's concerning them, Father, that you will perfect it. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me tell you something, family. Understand this. The Jesus challenge is very simple. It's having confidence that when you pray, that he hears you. And you know that you're praying for the things that, that pleases God. And you know those things that you're praying for, that he's going to bring it to pass. And so, like I said, we're going to be in Luke chapter 7. I want to show you what it looks like to have confidence in, in, in Jesus Christ. This one man, guess what? He's not a child of Israel. He's a centurion. He's going to know who Jesus is. He's going to understand what authority and what power is. I want you to see it. Verse 1. Now, when he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capodium. And a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. Did you hear that? The centurion had a servant who was dear to him. He was sick and getting ready to die. Understand this. This man cared about him. He cared so much about him. Guess what? He's not going to ask Jesus because he understands authority. And I want you to understand authority. Guess what? Jesus is the king. In America or any place where there's a democracy where you can vote people in and out, that means you get to decide who controls. Jesus is the king of kings, lord of lords. That's it. That's all. There is no Congress. There is no Senate. There is no House of Parliament. Whatever he says, whatever it is, that's what it is. His word is law. His word declares that you do this and I'll do that. That's it. That's all. When the king speaks, when he holds out the right scepter in his hand, he has all power to do what he wants to do. He doesn't have to go get an opinion from anybody. If you go to the gospel of Mark chapter three, you'll see that when Jesus chose the disciples, you see that he chose whom he wanted to be with him. It wasn't no one came to him and said, hey, you need to take Danny. You need to take Janet. You need to take Mark. You need to take Bill. You need. No, he chose whom he wanted. He's the king. I want you to see it. The centurion understands this. He knows that Jesus is the king. In verse 
Three, so when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him to come and heal his servant. Did you hear? He didn't do it. Sent people, people of Israel. He understood that Jesus was here for the lost sheep of Israel. But guess what? I'm going to tell you something about giving. He was a giving man to the nation of Israel and the people of Israel he loved. And so these people of Israel felt obligated. This is what you call intercession right here. They felt obligated to go on his behalf to Jesus. God himself, the king of kings, lords of lords. Check it out when you see it. For, just check it out. And when they came to Jesus, verse 4, they begged. Did you hear that? They begged Jesus. Hey. Jesus was only sent here for the lost sheep of Israel, right? And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this is deserving. Did you hear that? They testified about him, about his relationship for the people of Israel. Did you hear that? And this is what I want to let you know. That Jesus is not exclusive to no one nation. Did you hear? Verse 5, for he loves our nation and built us a synagogue. What was he doing? Giving. Giving to the house of God. Hallelujah. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion, here's a man who understands authority. He has confidence. Like I said in 1 John chapter 5. He has confidence. He told them, hey, y'all go talk to Jesus. They begged Jesus, earned Jesus coming with them. Check it out. But let me show you something. He's going to have so much faith. Confidence is equal to faith. Did you hear that? Means that you believe, that you believe, that you believe. Check it out. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent their friend to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy that you should earnestly Enter under my roof. Worship at its most. Uh, most of the time. He's worshiping God. When guess what? He told him to go. To tell him. Then he comes back and realized that guess what? I'm not worthy. For the king of the king. The Lord of Lord to come into my house. But I have confidence. This is what I mean about confidence when you pray. Understand this. He didn't need Jesus to come into his house. Just like right now when you go into your prayer closet and you pray to him, guess what? He hears and he shows up. Did you hear that? This guy knows that what he's asking for, Jesus doesn't have to come into the house. Jesus can do it anywhere. Did you hear that? That's what a person right now who think that Jesus can't do it. He can do anything and everything. Check it out. I want you to see it. He said, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Did you hear that? He's talking to God. Hallelujah. He said, hey, I'm not going to even come to you, but I got confidence that you can speak. From where you at? Understand, Jesus sit at the right hand of the Father to make intercession for you and me. Remember, this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Did you hear that? Jesus sit at the right hand of the Father making intercessions for you and me right now. 
right now all hell is broken out in your life and you don't know what to do, we're going to talk to him because we're going to be talking in confidence. Lord, help us. That's my prayer for you and me. Jesus, help us. You know what we need even before we speak. Did you hear? That meant that I know that, guess what? He just heard me and guess what? He's already dispatched down to the earth. Hallelujah. Check it out. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and my servant will be healed. Did you hear? I'm talking about actually competent Jesus challenges. Guess what? He said, all you got to do is just speak it. You don't need no microphone. You don't need no bullhorn. You can just whisper. Did you hear? Understand this. Jesus has the ability to speak from heaven to earth. I'm pumped up today. Let me tell you something. I'm on edge. Here we go. Verse 8. This is the most pinnacle moment of his life. He's about displaying authority to guess who? The king of kings, the Lord of lords. Jesus the Christ. He's about displaying to Jesus. Guess what? I understand. You think I don't understand? Check it out. I want you to see it. Well, you got to highlight. You got to highlight this because you got to understand what authority looks like. In verse 8, he said, for I also am a man. He declared that Jesus Christ was a man. Place under authority. Jesus placed under authority by God Almighty himself. Having soldiers under me, I say to one, go. And he goes. And to another, come. And he comes. And to my servant, do this. And he does it. Understand this. When he said this to Jesus the Christ, he blew Jesus the Christ. Mine. Understand this. You talking about he had God perplexed looking around Jesus Christ. Check it out. I want you to see it. Like I said, highlight it, verse 8, because I want you to understand what authority is and that Jesus has power. That he understood everything, who Jesus was. He had confidence. Look at it. For I also am a man. Placed under authority. He know he got somebody over him. I having soldiers under me, I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Did you hear? This is a man who understands authority. Now, check it out. You talking about blowing Jesus' mind when you come to him in confidence? Guess what? Jesus, I thank you for all the answers to the prayers. Hallelujah. I know he heard me. Did you hear? I know he heard me. I got confidence. I'm asked for things that pleases him according to the word of God. Did you hear that? And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him. This is Jesus himself saying. I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. That's what he said about that, that man. He said, hey, I ain't found no one. Understand this. There's Pharisees, there's scribes, there's Sadducees. There's all kind of people who know who God is. Here is someone who's not of the nation of Israel. And Jesus Christ himself. The Messiah, the anointed one. Did you hear it? Said it. The Prince of Peace. Did you hear it? 
Emmanuel. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those who went, sent, returning to the house, found the servant well who had been sick. Did you hear that? No one never heard Jesus say, hey, he's healed. Said, well, they went back because of that man had confidence and he had faith in Jesus Christ. That Jesus can speak the word. I want you to have confidence right now. That when you're praying, that guess what? When you're talking to the king, the king, Lord, Lord, Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. God has placed everything under him. Jesus has authority. Once you sell that in your heart and mind, that Jesus got, Christ got authority, then guess what? You can talk to him as a king. King Jesus, I need your help. So we're going to close in prayer. Boy, I want you to take the Jesus challenge with me. I want you to act in confidence based upon, based upon 1 John chapter 5. First of all, John said in conclusion, I write this so that you know that you have eternal life, those who believe in the Son of God, and that when we act in confidence, we know he hears us. So let's close and play. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, actually bless your children all around the world today. Fathers, they cling to you as they hold on to you. Father, show up for them in their lives, Father, because we're actually incompetent because we know that you hear us. We know we have eternal life. We know that you are the Son of God. Jesus the Christ of Nazareth, I ask you to bless your children, answer their prayers, because we're praying to you right now in confidence. We are asking you to come into our world. Help us, Father. Help all those who need finances, those who need healing, those who need restored relationships, those who need jobs, those who need to get away from abusive relationships. And Father, and for that person right now who's contemplating suicide, Father, send your Holy Spirit right to them to rest them, let them know that there's a purpose and a plan for their life, that you can turn it around for them. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, amen. I want to tell you, I love you. I want you to take Jesus' challenge with me, acting in confidence, knowing that he hears you. And you ask for things that pleases him, and you know he's going to do it. Have a blessed day. I love you. I got to get up on out of here. Bye-bye.